Welcome back to Hoops Talk with Saul Morgenstern. I'm sorry it's been a bit of a delay. Well, we're back here after the holidays. I hope you had a happy Hanukkah, a nice Christmas. I hope you enjoyed Kwanzaa, if you celebrated Kwanzaa. I hope you had a happy New Year. Mazel tov to everybody. And let's welcome in the year 2020. We know in November we have an opportunity to oust, to uh, get rid, to uh, bounce this old fella who a lot of us are frustrated by and want out. Uh, I won't say his name. But in November, we have an opportunity, so let's not forget that. It's a new year, new beginning. Let's have some optimism. All right, so welcome back to Hoops Talk. Let's talk some hoops. I, I want to say this episode, we got some callers who are a bit distraught. And I know this time of year, around the holidays and the winter time, it can be difficult for people to be optimistic. This part of the season, folks, I, you know, I've been a fan of the NBA for a long, long time. And it's not easy. You get to early January, you say the All-Star break is not for another month. You know, we're 35 games in here. It's a, this is the part of the season that really slows down and people get frustrated. So I could have expected some callers who were unhappy right now. And I got some. So this show is dedicated to those callers who are just frustrated. They need to vent. And that's part of what hoops talk is all about you vent you talk about why you love your team but you vent when you're frustrated because this part of the season let's be honest it's hard it's hard to watch 82 games these schedule losses these situations where your team just doesn't look right people are injured people are sick with the flu it's a bad it's a bad deal and you know yeah you want to see the games but uh sometimes it's not worth going all 48 minutes it's, uh, sometimes the team didn't show up. Sometimes the coach didn't show up. Sometimes uh, you got only five healthy bodies and scurrying around trying to, you know, play a little defense. It's not easy this time of year. So, folks, I hear you. I feel your pain. Let's get on with the show. Okay. Hello, Saul. This is Suleiman calling from Orange County, California. I'm a Clippers fan, and I'm calling about the Clippers today. So, Saul, my team, the Clippers, lost to the Memphis Grizzlies uh, 140 points to 114 points. They lost by 26 points, giving up 140 to the Memphis Grizzlies, a team not, not currently in the playoff picture, on the ninth seed on the West Conference. My question for you, Saul, what the hell? I'm sorry for my language. What the hell, the Clippers? Uh, this team is a very good team and it makes no sense to me they are, they're struggling like this. They should be first or second seed and they should be close to, you know, Lakers. Uh, having them lose to the Grizzlies 25 points, 26 points, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated with my Clippers, middle of the season here, I know load management, I know make sure Kawhi and, and PG are good for the playoffs, I, I understand, okay, that's the goal, I understand, health later, uh, good idea, but come on, 140 points to the Grizzlies, what kind of defense, how are you going to win a championship, defense like that? 
drive me crazy. I watching, you know, three pointers from Jay Crowder and six of them. One, two, three. Dropping three pointers like nothing. Uh, where's the perimeter defense? Paul George missed one game. Nobody play defense. I know Lou Williams not a good defender, and I know, you know, maybe Shamet is not what they hoped yet. A little bit off this year. But come on, I cannot take it. Don't tell me my team is gonna, you know, maybe win the title. But we can't beat the Grizzlies at home. We lose by 26 points. Come on. Okay, so enough of me. Thank you for your show. Thank you for all of your insights. And uh, this is Suleiman, Orange County, California. I'm a dentist, by the way. Uh, I, thank you. Uh, talk to you soon. So love this show. Okay, Suleiman and the Clippers. Thank you for your call, Suleiman. And um, I hope your dentist practice, your dentistry practice is going well for you. Gotta say, not a huge fan of the Orange County, but uh, okay. I hope you I hope you love living there. It's nice weather for sure. And uh, enjoy your Clippers. Now let's talk about the Clippers. All right. So there's a game Suleiman described here. It was very recently. The Clippers hosted the Memphis Grizzlies. This was on the 4th of January. Now... Memphis is in the ninth seed, but they've been a feisty crew, full of energy, very youthful, and surprising teams. And again, this is a time of year, it's easier to surprise teams. Teams are tired, teams are uh, sick, you know, just because they're a, a really good team, supposedly contender of the title like the Clippers, you're going to fall down sometimes. And here's a game they really did fall down. The Grizzlies won 140 to 114 in L.A. Now, Clippers must be embarrassed by this, but let's start by saying Paul George did not play. Why did Paul George not play? Well, let me tell you about the games before. Okay, Paul George came back. Uh, he, came, he missed the first 11 games season, had the shoulder surgeries in the offseason. He came back November 14th. This was game number 12 for the Clippers. Okay, now, he came back. Guess what? They won one, two. They won their first game. Uh, full. Well, he they lost against the Pelicans in his first game back. Okay, by five. Then they come out at home. George's return. They beat the Hawks by fifty points. Now, Hawks don't play defense. Paul George return. It's a it's an optimistic time. But that was a statement. Okay, fifty point win. My God. All right. Now, you go on. You beat the Thunder at home. You beat the Celtics at home. That was a close one. You beat the Rockets at home. You beat the Pelicans at home by 25. This is a nice home stretch, home cooking. Now we're getting into Thanksgiving time. They go on the road. They beat the Mavs by 15. Another statement win. The Mavs at Dallas. That's a big win. Then they play Memphis. They eke it out in Memphis. This is the back-to-back after beating Dallas. Win by a couple points. All right, so people are feeling the Clippers are on the map now with Paul George. All right, now you, you run into a little trouble at San Antonio. It's your uh, it's your third game in four nights. You lose in, by 10 points to the Spurs. Not great. Paul George, he's getting his rhythm, but he had a rough one that time. I think he was tired third game in four nights. Still coming back two of 11 that night, right? His legs are not quite under him yet. And yes, he, he was injured. Okay. Now you get into December. 
What a busy December. This team had two road trips, one of which was a six-gamer. And they went 4-2 and two on that road trip. You know, some quality wins. The Pacers, the Raptors, quality wins. They lost to Milwaukee by 28. That was a statement win for Milwaukee, okay? If you're the Clippers, you feel like you're in contention. You had some games off before. You go into Milwaukee, you get roasted. You get roasted. Uh, Paul George has a decent game, but, you know, nothing to write home about. And they lose by 28. Bucks statement win. Bucks statement win against Clippers. Bucks statement win against Lakers on Christmas Day. Now, follow that up. You have some nice wins. Four wins in a row on the road. Then you go up and down, up and down, up and down. That's how they've been lately. They've been up and down the Clippers since that, that nice little streak. And these have been losses to teams they could beat. They lost to the Bulls. Okay, they lost to by five to the Rockets. They lost to the Thunder. They lost to the Jazz. They beat the Lakers on Christmas Day. That made people say, okay, despite Paul George shooting 5 of 18, despite Paul George 1 of 6 from threes, Paul George had a rough game. They still come out on top. They come out on top against LeBron and the Lakers. Was LeBron great? No. LeBron may have been playing injured himself. Yes. Patrick Beverly running straight at LeBron's groin. A knee to the to the midsection there that in the first quarter. Don't tell me that had no effect on the game. The uh, the Clippers they won that game at you know it's in LA so it's it's home and home for both of them. But tip, it was technically a Lakers uh, home game. But now you get to the game that Suleiman and Suleiman, I'm with you. This is a hard time of year. Losing to Memphis by 26 at home. It's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Grizzlies are better than people realize. Very athletic. Everything went right. But the defense just didn't show up that game. You don't give up six three-pointers to Jay Crowder. You don't give up six three-pointers to whoever the heck it was. Uh, Memphis uh, off the bench there. You, they just... That's not, a, that's not a performance worthy of a title contender. But there are 82 of these games. And Paul George sat out. Why did Paul George sit out that game? Because he shot six of 25. Three of 14 from deep. At Sacramento. That's why he sat out that game. They still won that game at Sacramento by 18. But Paul George was miserable. Clearly tired. Hadn't shot well in four games. Right? 6 of 17, 5 of 18, 6 of 20, 6 of 25. So they sit him. They sit him at Memphis and they get blown out. Let's take some perspective, Suleiman. Clippers have had some issues. Yes. Clippers may not be at the level of the Lakers yet, but it's January. They've had Paul George back for about a month and a half. It's January. You need to come back to this Clippers team and reassess in late March. How are they playing? Forget the record. How are they playing in late March? Now, we're going to talk about the Sixers coming up. It's a similar story. It's a similar story for the Sixers. Okay. Worry about avoiding losing streaks. Worry about health. And ultimately, what Doc Rivers is worried about is trying to get that third seed. If they get the fourth seed, that means second-round matchup with the Lakers. They don't want a second-round matchup. They don't want a West semifinals in the second round against the Lakers. They want a West finals against the Lakers. And how do you do that? You need the second or the third seed. Because the Lakers are, let's face it, probably going to win the first. All right. Good luck, Suleiman. Hang in there. I know this is a tough time. All right.
Hey Saul, this is Nikki. I don't even know why I'm calling right now. Calling into your show hoops talk. I like listening to you. I guess that's why I'm calling in. Uh, Saul, I'm driving to work here. It's a Tuesday. The whole week's ahead of us. No more holiday season. Back to the winter. I'm just calling in because I'm a little bit... I don't know. I love the NBA. I do. I love... Well, I guess I should talk about what I love about it first, huh? I love... Uh, the passion. The, the, the jumping. The athleticism. I love uh, comebacks. You know... I love three-pointers uh, to an extent. I'm a little tired of like 43s a game. You know, I'd rather see like 20 attempts a game instead of 40. I mean, gets a little repetitive. You just swing, swing, take the take the above the break three. You know, swing, swing, pump fake, take. You know, drive to the lane, dish it out to another three in the corner. You know, it's a little repetitive sometimes when it's the half court. You know three-point bonanzas but I do love the three especially in the comebacks when a team like my uh, you know a team like my sixes are down I don't know like ten or whatever <clears throat> of course we don't hit threes we just uh, hope for fast breaks with Ben Simmons and hope that Joel does everything for us because you know in the half court we're not so great sometimes anyway I should be loving the NBA because my Sixers, you know, have a lot of optimism. A lot of people picking them to either go to the finals or the East finals, you know, and we got a lot of talent. I don't know, Saul. Maybe it's just the post-holiday thing, but uh, it's hard to get into them right now. I'm not feeling them. I'm not feeling the NBA right now. So, uh, just calling in. You know, maybe you can help inspire me, get get me going again a little bit into why I why I love the game. I don't know. Thanks, thanks, Saul. I'll uh, I'll probably call again later in the season, maybe. But uh, thanks for taking this. Okay, bye bye. Okay, that was Nikki from Philadelphia. Nikki. Ah, I I feel your pain, Nikki. You sound a little bedraggled, and you sound just under the weather. It's, you know, Northeast winters, let's be honest, they suck. I've been, I've been on this earth for 83 years, and, and now, in the last 15 years or so, I always make sure I get down to Florida at least once for like a couple weeks every winter, because... It is. It feels endless. And Philly, no offense to you guys in Philly, it's worse in Philly than it is even in Boston or New York or, or, or D.C. or whatever. Philly, for some reason, the pessimism spreads out like a plague in the wintertime. People are so negative. Um, so, Nikki, I feel you. And, and here you are with your sixes. And let's talk about the Sixers. Okay. This is a confusing team to a lot of people. You got one of the best players on the planet in Joel Embiid. 
liable to take over game at any time, unstoppable, playoffs, likely to carry them on his back if healthy. And this defense is is wonderful. This defense is tenacious, is long, and gigantic, creates fear. They're, they're an intimidating bunch, long and tenacious, and they're going to win. They're going to win in the playoffs. How deep depends on Milwaukee, depends maybe on Boston or Miami. Miami's created some problems for Philly. But let's let's look at their season so far. Okay. Ran out of the gates, you know, sprinted out, statement over the Celtics, win by 14 in opening night, couple wins on the road against crappy teams, Pistons and Hawks, win at home, blow out the Timberwolves again, crappy team, eke out a win at Portland, and they're 5 and 0 and they're rolling. Rest of that road trip fell apart on the road. Lost to Phoenix, lost to Utah, lost to Denver. Three, good Phoenix playing peak Phoenix. That's that's the best Phoenix we'll ever feel, probably this year, right? November 4th. Phoenix wins, you know, they beat the Sixers. Phoenix is at home now. Phoenix fall apart. Injuries, Aaron Baines is no longer a three-point wizard, etc. Then you go, you come back home. Okay, you recover. You beat the Hornets and the Cavs. Again, two crappy teams. Just barely eked out a win over the Cavs, though, at home. That was a warning sign to me. Okay? You come back home, you're feeling better, and you barely beat the Cavs. Then you go on the road, you lose two in a row. Doing the Magic. Not such a not such a hard place to play at Orlando anymore, right? They're not... They shouldn't They shouldn't be uh, beating the Sixers. Let's, let's be honest. And then to lose at OKC in overtime, tough loss. Now you go back soft schedule. Cavs, Knicks, Spurs. A beautiful win at, uh, at home against Miami. They win by, by 30 points, right? That was beautiful. Okay, that might be a point at which the Sixers say we're back. We're on the map. We're going we're gonna to be this team that fights it tooth and nail with the Bucks for that top seed. Nope. Go out to Toronto, lose by five. Back home. Okay, another three-game, four-game winning streak. But again, who are you beating? The Knicks? Okay, the Pacers, the Jazz. Eh. Then you lose to the Wizards. Losing to bad teams. This is a theme. Especially, can't win on the road right now. All these home games, great record, but losing on the road. But then they go into Boston, December 12th. Again, big game. Joel Embiid goes nuts. They win by six in Boston. Another big statement when coming on the heels of a win uh, at home against Denver. You feel like this team is is full blown uh, momentum. They got it all again. It's kind of the schizophrenic thing with the Sixers team. Then three game losing streak: Brooklyn, Miami, Dallas. I believe that was Dallas without Luka Doncic. That's embarrassing. Okay, that's an embarrassing loss without Luka Doncic losing to the Mavs by twenty points at home. Like the Clippers losing to the Grizzlies. Some of these games are scheduled uh, schedule losses. You know, played on played a bunch of games in December. Probably tired legs. You know, still ugly, ugly to lose by twenty at home to a team without its best player, a team that's not a title contender probably without its best player. Ugly loss. I think what Nikki's feeling most is on Christmas Day this team. On Christmas Day, they beat Milwaukee. 12 points. A statement. Beating Giannis. Joel had a great game. They did it, right? That was a huge win. People wanted that momentum. 
But then they go out on a four-game road trip, lose all four. Drop all four. Heartbreaker to the Magic. Heartbreaker in overtime to the Heat. Get trounced by Indiana. And then lose in, in Houston. Is there shame in those four losses? Well, Orlando's so injured, losing to Orlando. Again, in Orlando, a problem. Another defensive-minded team, same strength as the Sixers, and they just they couldn't pull it out. They lost by one. Losing at Miami in OT, is that a shame in that? No, Miami's a very good team this year. It's not a shame in that. But the Pacers, yeah, you got to win that one. You got to get off to Schneid. You got to win that one in, in Indiana. And they, and they lost by, you know, 18 points. It's not even a close one. So now you're feeling this is the time of year. You just you're just not holding it all together. And now you got a dislocated finger for Embiid. That's got to deflate a lot of fans in Philly. I don't know what to tell you, Nikki. It's a long season. Like the like the Clippers fans, Sixers fans are focused on April. Team has ambitions. Schedules too long. The winter time's going to have some of these losses, which you're you're going to be perplexed and frustrated by. But uh, don't give up on this team, Nikki. Don't be one of those fans who doesn't watch a game until March and then pretends they're a diehard fan, okay? I know Philly is diehard. I know that you're a hardcore fan. I know you like it. I know you like the NBA. I can tell there's just a part of you that's just frustrated by the situation in the wintertime, Nikki. All right. That's enough on the Sixers. Thank you, Nikki. Welcome back to Hoops Talk with Saul J. Morgan Stern. Oh, it's been a rough week or so in the NBA landscape, folks. We all mourn the passing of Kobe Bryant, legend, excellent, excellent NBA player, um, a man, a myth, a legend, a father. And um, it's been a hard week for a lot of people. And you've been seeing and listening to, I hope, watching um, a, a lot of memorials, a lot of people remembering their fond fondness for Kobe and um, honoring his life. So um, in that, in that uh, vein, here we go. And we have some callers who have wanted, they've called in to share some of their stories as well. And we honor Kobe Bryant. May he rest in peace. Thank you for listening. 